Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. slate of football this is the pro football blitz on vsin the sports betting network welcome back into the pro football blitz hour number two brady cannon and mike pritchard with you live from the circa resort and casino in downtown las vegas nevada recapping the action that was on week three in the nfl and also keeping an eye on sunday night football jimmy g to debo on second 11 Deep in, the, uh, deep in their own territory. That converts for a first down, and they are on the move once again, now facing third down with just 44 seconds left in the first quarter. They currently have a 7-0 lead on the Broncos, and last I checked, they were a 6.5-point favorite in the live market. Your in-game total was right about where we started at 44.5. Uh, Mike, before we move on to the next game, I want to talk about what is up next for the Dolphins. We were talking about Tua and his status there, a huge win over the Buffalo Bills earlier today. They will play on Thursday night at the Bengals, at Cincinnati. And, of course, Cincinnati gets a win earlier today, their first win of the season. Over the summer, the Bengals were made a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and it is actually ticking in Miami's direction. Two-and-a-half is the consensus number right now. So the Bengals still a favorite at home, but now under a field goal with what we've seen out of this team early in uh, Cincinnati and what we've seen early out of Miami. Always tough on a short week, too, to travel, um, Brady, uh, and that's the situation here. So, you know, Miami, I asked a question earlier. Uh, I'll ask you, are they good or are they fortunate? What do you think? Well, they're fortunate that Tua came back into that ballgame. Right. 
Um, right. and, and I I do think they are good. Okay. I I don't think you can be phony to beat the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Now they are fortunate that the Bills were not at full strength, mm-hmm. certainly. But I tell you what, the Bills didn't look too bad, man. Uh, they, they were. I mean, Josh Allen seemed to escape every time he possibly could. They were converting. I mean, the the time of possession was dominated by the Buffalo Bills. Right. And somehow, some way, that Miami defense hung in there in that heat and, and were able to, you know, come out of there with a victory. I, I think Buffalo, in many ways, dominated that game, but but Miami was able to get it done. And, and one thing that I have really liked about this team early, Mike, is I think it is a tremendous fit. I wasn't sure about Mike McDaniel and this new coaching staff coming into the season, but Boy Genius seems to be living up to the billing here, and I think his play calling – happens to be just a perfect fit with what the strengths are for Tua Tagovailoa. His accurate passing, his quick passing, his timing patterns, and the misdirection, it all seems to really be working and is creating a great fit on offense for this quarterback and this coach. So, uh, yeah, they're 3-0, and 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 they just beat the Buffalo Bills, so I'd say they're pretty decent. Yeah, you know, they beat Buffalo, uh, a depleted Buffalo team for sure. Um, I, I think when I'm looking at and watching with Tua and this offense, um, they're creating opportunities and they're taking advantage of them. Uh, you know, the deep balls to uh, Waddle or Tyreek uh, are fascinating how they get to those. Um, you think about controlling a game too. Uh, I haven't really seen that emerge for Miami. It's more uh, of the gadget stuff and then also the double move stuff. And more really defensively, you're afraid of that speed. Uh, and I'll be curious to see how Cincinnati uh, approaches it when they want to prepare for either matchups or, or is it neutralizing Tua. Uh, Miami, they're not running the ball the, the way that you would want them to run it at this point. Uh, they're going to have to get to that eventually. Uh, we'll see if that can happen or not. Uh, but Tua, uh, he has evolved into this passer that is on time. He has excellent, excellent anticipation, which makes his receivers – impossible to cover I mean you can have great call you can have the right coverage you can be in position but yet because of the anticipation and the accuracy from Tua uh, the play works whether it's a shorter pass or, or even a deeper pass so uh, yeah a lot of things are showing up about them I, I think they're highly fortunate uh, in the first three games though there's a little mixture of good though I'm giving them credit um, but yeah I, I there's some opportunities, you know, on a short week, too, short preparation week. We'll see about the injuries, though. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting matchup, though, against Cincinnati there. Well, you know, I think we know that maybe New England is, is, is average. Mm-hmm. Uh, after three weeks of football, that's what they've looked like so far. Uh, they got a win over a Steelers team who looks pretty average. Uh, they looked very average, if, if not worse, in that first loss uh, to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you could say that Miami was pretty lucky to beat the Baltimore Ravens, and, and I wouldn't disagree with that, but I think we've also seen that that passing defense for Baltimore is a weak spot for mm-hmm. that team. And then, you know, a division matchup today. Yeah, they happened to catch the Bills with some injuries, but still, uh, I'll give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. That will mm-hmm. be the opponent for the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night football next week. The Bengals went to New York to take on the Jets. They closed as six-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 46, and it was a much better start for Joe Burrow and the Bengals in week three. He had two touchdown passes in the first quarter, and it was 14 to nothing Bengals early. The Jets got two Greg Zerline field goals, and it was 17-6 to Bengals halfway through the second quarter. Greg the leg added another before halftime, and we went to break 
20 to 9 in favor of Cincinnati. And then I tell you, Mike, it really wasn't that much different in the second half. It was four field goals, four Greg DeLeg field goals for the New York Jets was all they could muster. And the Bengals end up winning and covering 27 to 12. Cincinnati gets its first win of the year. Game stays under the total, and the Jets drop to one and two. Yeah, it was a get right game for the Bengals. You know, you're playing the Jets. Of course, you're going to be highly confident about playing the Jets. You're on the road, too. I think uh, what the Bengals established last year is that they are road warriors. We saw that play out in the playoffs uh, as well uh, as they got to the Super Bowl. Uh, but it was a confidence-building situation, too. Um, I, I think when Boyd has the big play, that is, that is helpful. Uh, you know, the Bengals, they just can't do what they wanted to do this year like they did last year with the vertical passing game. That's been a challenge at times because of how teams are playing because you don't have to worry about applying pressure. You know, Burrow has been pressured. Uh, but when the Bengals can run the football and keep the Jets or any opponent off balance, that's always helpful. So I saw a little bit of that, but I, I'm considering the opponent. I'm also considering the situation. It was just a get-right situation for Cincinnati uh, as they covered uh, that uh, that spread there against the Jets. Also a revenge game. If you remember, right. they lost outright mm -hmm. to the Jets last year as eight-point favorites. This year uh, it was tamed a little bit to six-and-a-half, but they got the job done again 27-12 and the Bengals have one in the win column. Of course, they will host the uh, Miami Dolphins on Thursday night football as short two-and-a-half-point favorites currently. Uh, the Jets will go on the road to Pittsburgh. I believe it's four straight games. Yes, four straight games to start the season for the New York Jets against the AFC North Division. And in week four, they will play the final remaining member of that division, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers over the summer opened up as three-and-a-half-point favorites in that game, and we'll see if that has changed here. It's actually changed to Pittsburgh as four-point favorites is the consensus number currently, 41-and-a-half your total. And for me, Mike, I think that looks like Pittsburgh being pretty decent. Certainly they've got some things to get corrected over there. I am not a fan of Matt Canada, the uh, the offensive <laughs> coordinator over there, uh, but I do think they certainly have some talent, and, and I think – Maybe reality is also showing itself with the New York Jets, especially today. Um, they got an absolute miracle win in week two over Cleveland, and then they were hammered pretty good today by Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, the Jets are the Jets. They're like, they miracle win, but they're not a franchise or, or a team uh, that has the experience to, to back that up or to be consistent, and that's been what's plaguing the Jets for years now. Uh, I, I think, I don't know if Salah's keeping receipts or not. Is he still doing that? <laughs> he might but have to go back to it. <laughs> he might have to because of the schedule, too. Uh, receipts for the National Football League. But, you know, Pittsburgh, uh, it's a get-right situation for them. Um, no change in quarterback. We're not anticipating that. Uh, Tomlin has talked about being steadfast with, with Trubisky. Uh, but I agree with you. I, I think Canada's doing the offense a disservice. I, I don't know why he's so conservative uh, with this group of players. I mean, it goes back to the trust uh, aspect. And you have receivers screaming that we're able to make plays for you. you just got to give us the opportunities to make plays for you. Uh, and then the quarterback uh, at times, too, playing timid. How you break that or how you get away from that is certainly by being aggressive as a play caller. Saying, look, I trust you guys. I'm going to give you this playbook. We're going to go over this stuff during a week of practice. And I, I want you guys to show me what you're capable of, and then we'll call it. Uh, but I don't see that happening. I'm looking for signs. If I can see that information during a week of practice uh, for Pittsburgh, then certainly I, I, I'm going to play that. But, uh, yeah, yes, a get-right spot. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about 
uh, that number, that type of respect, even if it is the opponent being the Jets here? Well, Pittsburgh will have extra rest to get that worked out because, of course, they were a loser to the Browns on mm-hmm. Thursday night football. And it looks to me, I mean, he's got so much talent at wide receiver. George uh, Pickens has shown that he is the real deal, the rookie. Uh, obviously, you've got Chase Claypool there, uh, Deontay Johnson. Right. He's got some great weapons, Najee Friermuth. Harris. Uh, 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 yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Friermuth, a great tight end. A- and I, it feels to me like Canada is making the same mistake that the Chicago Bears made with Mitchell Trubisky. They're not letting him use his legs. And you know, it seems like the only time he's really running is when he has to escape the pocket. But I think some more uh, movement for him as far as design uh, can only help this team. And that's what we saw lead to the success of Mitchell Trubisky when he had success earlier in his career. Right. And whether they're cautious because they don't want to get him hurt uh, and that kind of thing, because you're going to go to a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. And what the Steelers, That could be part of it. Yeah, because what they're suggesting is that Pickett's not ready. Mm-hmm. He's exciting. He got through preseason. People saw him play in, in a handful of plays. But what we're seeing uh, in the building is he's just not ready. Because if he was ready, he would be in there, right? Uh, and so, you know, trusting Tomlin from that decision point. But I think the pressure is on Canada. This is all about that offense being more aggressive with the personnel that you have out there on the field. And I would expect Mike Tomlin will uh, make a correction. Yeah. You know, he is that type of coach, I believe. You may see a good effort out of the Pittsburgh Steelers in week four. The Denver Broncos add a field goal, so it is to 7-3 now as the Niners continue to lead in this one with about 11 and a half minutes left to go in the second quarter. 7-3 to San Francisco, and they are now a 3.5-point favorite in the live market. We'll take a look at the Saints and the Panthers coming up next on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz on v- The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Head over to vcin.com slash horses to register. The San Francisco 49ers are back on offense. Jimmy G hits a nice pass to Debo Samuel to get the drive going. San Francisco still leading 7-3 over the Denver Broncos with 11 minutes left in the second quarter. And with that Broncos score, San Francisco dips to a a 3.5-point favorite in the live market, your live total has dipped a little bit too to 41 and a half. San Francisco is a pretty good size favorite to win this game on the money line at minus 200. 
Uh, Mike, let's talk about the Saints at the Panthers. And the Panthers was a bet I made this week. I took them at plus three. I wasn't real excited about betting them in the or taking them in the contest, rather, where the number was two and a half. But uh, it all worked out for the Panthers. It was late in the first quarter when Alvin Kamara was stripped of the football and the Panthers returned it for a touchdown. Seven nothing. Carolina out in front. They added a field goal, and it was 10 to nothing in favor of the home team early in the second quarter. Another field goal, and it was 13 to nothing. And that's how the first half ended. You remember last week, the New Orleans Saints pitched a shutout over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 3 to nothing in the first half there in New Orleans. Well, they were on the wrong end of the shutout this week. 13 nothing Panthers at the half. Yeah, you know, a lot here. Uh, a lot here. First of all, your quarterback. Um, I don't know why he's playing, to be <laughs> honest with you. If you are Dennis Allen, I mean, and that organization, I mean, I don't know if Jameis is lobbying in the play and, you know, he's going through a lot of pain. The guy has four broken bones in his back and a hurt foot. He's not healthy, um, and he's not giving you a chance to win. He's not giving you the best chance to win. Uh, and, and I think when you're in a game in the division, uh, which is unique certainly for the Saints and how they started the season, on the road here, uh, you don't get off to a fast start. You're in a world of hurt. I mean, uh, 13 points uh, for Carolina, zero uh, for New Orleans. Uh, and then, okay, the second half, are, are we different? Really, it's not that you're different. The throws are just there sometimes now in the second half, and you couldn't make that happen in the first half. And uh, running the football has been a challenge. They still fumble it. It doesn't matter who's carrying it, Ingram or Kamara. I mean, they're still fumbling the football. So that leads to a score. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I, the Saints just are out of sync and they're not led by a coach that has authority here. Uh, and that's concerning to me. Yeah, they uh, didn't get on the scoreboard until 12 and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was 13 to 7 at that point. And then Baker Mayfield to LaVisca Chenault, the Colorado mm, Buffalo, right. Michael, a 67 yard touchdown. The two point conversion fails. And it was 19 to 7 Panthers with 12 minutes left in the game. Uh, New Orleans uh, gets a touchdown, but the Panthers get a field goal, and that was your final, 22-14. to 14, The Panthers get their first win of the season, and the New Orleans Saints drop to 1-2. and two. And, you know, you talked about it there, you know, questioning the coaching, mm -hmm. and Dennis Allen, I think, was pretty darn good as a defensive coordinator, and that defense is still pretty darn good. And, and I think we've seen that uh, at least for about two and a half games so far this season. But I always felt that, Losing Sean Payton was going to cause a disconnect with the offense, and he being such a quarterback whisperer, especially with Drew Brees, and I think he was very helpful for Jameis Winston. Winston was playing very good football before his injury last year. We haven't seen that this year, and I think his absence uh, may be speaking loudly. Well, yeah, but, you know, I, I think depending on the coach, depending on the situation too, but just from experience, Brady, uh, a coach will give you one game to say, okay, yeah, I'm healthy, coach. I can go out there. But if you go out there and you lay an egg or you don't play very well, then it's on the coach to say, look, you're not playing very well. Mm -hmm. I'm going to replace you until you get healthy. Yeah. It's kind of like Stefanski and the whole Baker thing. Oh, I'm okay. I'm, I tell the coach when I'm not going to play, that kind of thing. And uh, it, that doesn't work. But, you know, whether or not Jameis is lobbying to go out there to play, clearly his performance is not what it needs to be. You know, and I, I think at this point, when you have four broken bones in your back and you're in a lot of pain, you're doing what's necessary to get on the field, you're, on a, you're hobbling on a foot too, you're, you're just not right. Your mechanics aren't right. You're missing bad passes. And 
you know, you're just not functioning in the way that the offense is meant to function. Uh, and, and I think uh, Dennis Allen has a, a, a look in a mirror moment here. Look, if I'm going to be the head coach, I got to make the authoritative decision. I, I got to take you out of the equation. I know you want to play, and I get it. And you're a great leader, but no, you're not playing well. And we have enough good players here to still get the job done, especially when we're only down uh, a couple possessions in a game on the road, a critical game in the division as well. Uh, so I, I think Dennis Allen needs to assert that, uh, certainly moving forward with Jameis. Well, I tell you what, I think you have to give some credit to the Carolina defense as well, who's really been good all season long, mm. uh, despite the, the fact that this is their first win on the year. Uh, that defense has been a good unit and really has been a good unit uh, ever since Matt Rule took over, despite the fact, again, that he is uh, very much on a hot seat, but uh, it cooled off a little bit with the win today over the New Orleans Saints. Next up uh, for the Saints, they will travel to London, and we talked about that on our Saturday show. Is the London game possibly a distraction with that coming up uh, on, on the schedule in the following week? It was apparently a distraction for the New Orleans Saints, not so much for the Minnesota Vikings. It will be the Vikings and the Saints in London uh, coming up next week. And at first glance, Mike, if you look at the, the line over the summer, uh, Minnesota was made a one-point favorite. You have to figure it's a larger number than that at this point with the way these two teams are looking. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes back on the quarterback situation, too, for uh, New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans is going to take that long haul across the, the pond, as they say. Uh, same thing with Minnesota, but you're talking about a quarterback with a back issue sitting on a plane for hours and hours uh, and then maybe not practicing uh, all week long because he's rehabbing and going through treatment and stuff like that. So uh, I, I think Dennis Allen really needs to take a look at this, at this and uh, see what Andy Dalton can do during the week of practice. Uh, they lose gadget plays because of Taysom Hill and his absence too. So, uh, everything falls back on that offense. I, I think from a defense standpoint, we know about the Saints. We know about what they can do defensively. Um, but, you know, if you can't score points, if you can only score points in the second half or in the fourth quarter when things are different, then I don't know how you're going to win ball games. They were fortunate with the win uh, against Atlanta. Uh, but you cannot rely on that defense to, to keep you in the game for as long as they have been doing in the first three games of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they uh, will – now move to two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I mentioned the one-point spread over the summer, and now Minnesota seeing a little love here. Uh, what I'm talking about certainly has looked better than the Saints through the first three weeks, and they are now up to two-and-a-half-point favorites. The Carolina Panthers will stay at home, uh, welcoming the Arizona Cardinals to town. Mm -hmm. And the Cardinals were a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the summer in this game. This one has flipped, Mike. The Panthers have become a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and I certainly understand that. I mean, the Cardinals have looked pretty awful in just about every week's worth of football so far this season. Um, but I don't know. The Panthers is a favorite. Are we ready to give them that status just yet? <laughs> I, I'm not. I am certainly not. I mean, uh, and, and that's what I was talking about with a lot of friends today And uh, uh, in terms of, you know, you look at lines, you look at numbers, and, uh, situations, probabilities, and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, is that team really a favorite? Yeah. I mean, should they be a favorite? I, I get it. At home, you know, home field advantage. Where is that? Where does that rate for people? I, I think it's generous at times. But then uh, if a team knows how to match the energy that a home team can produce, then it neutralizes it for sure, uh, in my opinion. But uh, Carolina, they were on a nine-game regular season losing streak. They got this win today. 
uh, against a, a familiar opponent uh, and in a desperation situation too. So uh, maybe you're not as desperate, but the Cardinals, uh, they're an outfit that couldn't get out the blocks, couldn't get out the gate, uh, and they've stumbled. They got a, uh, a great win, I guess, if you will, if you want to call it that, against the Raiders. Crazy win. A crazy win. How about that? That's probably a better adjective right there. So, uh, And they're not right. Right. And so I, this is a game we talked about this. You stay away from it. If you can't find an angle, it's early. Uh, I'm not jumping on any number right now. I, I have to look for an angle uh, throughout the week. I think today was a very good situation for the Carolina Panthers. Mm. C- catching a division team mm-hmm. on the road. You're a home underdog. You're desperate for a win. Um, but now in the role of a favorite, uh, I certainly don't want to back the Panthers here. But boy, uh, Arizona just looks awful. And, and you're right. They got the crazy win against the Raiders. They Did they deserve it? I guess so, because the Raiders kind of handed it to them. But uh, they were awful today. The clock mismanagement of Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. And, boy, they I, they just don't look like a team I'm going to be ready to back right. anytime soon at all. I'd be backing the Panthers probably sooner than I would the Cardinals. When you look at games or teams, Brady, do you ask yourself this question? Because I started this year. Uh, did that team win it or did the other team lose it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Sure. You're right. Uh, and, you know, like you look at the Buffalo Bills and mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Um, boy, I, I don't think either team lost that game. That, that was very well competed. Right. You know, there was plays like if Allen could have that throw out to the flat back that he underthrew for a touchdown, maybe Buffalo wins it. That, that's going to eat him up, too. And also motivate him. Well, we were mentioning the Minnesota Vikings heading to London next week. We'll talk about their game with the Detroit Lions when we return on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSU, the sports betting network. Start your football season out on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance, recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. You can sign up for our discounted football special. Get VEASAN Pro Access. Everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for under 100, or excuse me, for only $175. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. The Denver Broncos trying to become a part of the game here as they're trailing by four points, but putting together a pretty good drive right now. Javante Williams with a big run there on first down. Russell Wilson able to convert a third and three to keep the drive alive. San Francisco still leading seven to three. We've got uh, under five minutes left in the first half here. And San Francisco now down to just a one and a half point favorite in the live market. That's exactly where they were. Prior to kickoff, your in-game total continues to tick down now at 35 and a half and San Francisco on the money line now just a minus 115 favorite. A nice little flip there by Wilson. I believe that was Williams again and another first down as this Denver drive continues and now into San Francisco territory. Uh, Mike, let's talk about the Vikings and the Lions. This was a very wild game here. It was Jamal uh, Jamal Williams rushing into for a touchdown, and then T.J. Hawkinson 
catching a touchdown, and it was 14 to nothing Lions early in the second quarter. Then Minnesota got on the scoreboard midway through the second quarter to cut the lead in half, 14 to seven in favor of the Lions. Dalvin Cook then evened things up with a four-yard TD run, and we went to the locker room all tied at 14 apiece. It, it felt like Detroit was in control of this ball game, and Minnesota made a nice comeback to even it up at the half. You know, Detroit played uh, according to script. I mean, I, I think a lot of people who bet this game or participated in the game or even capped this game uh, would think that Detroit, Detroit was going to show up the way that they have, highly competitive, uh, be able to move the ball offensively, give up some things um, uh, defensively at times too, but be steady. Uh, with a chance to get the game or win the game by you're you're close enough in the fourth quarter on the road, and, and, and you know you think about the first half and how that played out, Brady. I mean, according to the script, just like I said, you know, golf has been steady uh, for this team. Brown is incredible, uh, just a playmaker out there. They're finding playmakers all over the place now with this young football team, and they're only going to get better offensively, I think. Once the draft choice, Williams gets uh, healthy enough to play and participate uh, on, on a regular basis in the basis uh, in which uh, he's going to be incredible. Uh, but the running game, the one-two punch that they have is, in, is awesome for them. The offensive line, we know about how great they are. Uh, they're so a solid first half on both sides of the ball by the Lions. You know, the Vikings coming off a, a shorter week situation and uh, getting revved up. I mean, I, I think the energy of the building. This is a home-field mm-hmm. situation, uh, Brady, in which I, I noted that. Uh, that the Vikings really benefited uh, by being at home in this matchup. Well, I'll tell you what, you start the second half, and it was 10 unanswered points for the Lions uh, in the third quarter, and it was 24-14. to They were out in front once again uh, by double digits, but Minnesota, they just kept coming back. Uh, they come from Kim, uh, 10 points down twice in this ballgame. It was Kirk Cousins to K.J. Osborne for a 28-yard score and less than a minute to go in this ball game to put them up 28-24. Jared Goff was then intercepted in desperation time. 28-24, Minnesota gets the W. Lions get the money here, though, as they were six-point underdogs in this game, even six-and-a-half-point underdogs, and this one just barely sneaks over the total, but uh, really uh, – Got to give Minnesota a ton of credit here for being able to come back from being down 10 points down twice in this game and then to get a victory. Yeah, and I I keep asking myself, did the Lions lose this game or did the Vikings win it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was wondering what this would happen um, because we all have seen hard knocks. And, and I can say as a player, emotion is your friend. Emotion is your ally. Okay. I mean, you can feed off emotion. You can, you can use it to your advantage. But as a head coach, you cannot get caught up in emotion. And I think Coach Campbell got caught up in emotion. Okay. Uh, which cost him from a coaching decision standpoint. You don't try a field goal uh, that late in the game from that distance mm-hmm. uh, on the road. I mean, you're playing solid defense. You got a team that's moved the ball, but they're okay. But if you can – probabilities. Put the chance by punting the ball away. Or, you know, if you're going to kick a field goal, go for it. Right. And, and, and certainly try to do it that way. But, um, you know, you try a long field goal and then the energy of the building there, the momentum just right. gets on the side of the home team. Uh, and there you go. You know, a half a field to go and the Vikings get to go ahead, score, get the touchdown, get the victory. Well, uh, let's look at who these teams play next. And the Vikings, of course, will play the New Orleans Saints in London and the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Detroit Lions are going to return home, and they will host the Seattle Seahawks. And this is a pretty interesting one here, Mike. The Detroit Lions, again, 
over the summer were made two-point favorites over Seattle. And we saw what happened the last time the Lions were made a favorite. You know, you don't expect this team. I think it had been 25 straight games Mm -hmm. that they were an underdog. And, of course, they got the win uh, as a favorite in that last game uh, against the Washington Commanders. They actually closed, I believe, as Pickham or possibly an underdog as well in that one. Uh, Trying to find the updated line on this one. Uh, There it is, Seattle at Detroit. Now Detroit has moved to a six-point favorite Mm. in the re-release, a two-point favorite over the summer, and now almost a touchdown favorite at home. And I think that says a lot about the Seattle Seahawks. I also think it says a lot about what we saw out of Detroit today. Yeah, you know, Detroit, they have flaws, obviously, defensively. You know, they've allowed, what, 38 points, uh, game one, game two, uh, 27 points, uh, and then in the loss, 28 points here on the road. So you go back home. Uh, against Seattle, we all know what Seattle wants to do, um, and and we we all know what Seattle is capable of doing at this point with Geno, uh, which is impressive uh, to to think about where they are as an offense uh, from that vantage point. Now against Detroit, they have a chance to be more impressive, right, because of that defense and and the woes that Detroit has. But that Seattle defense. Detroit should kill them. They should. You know, I mean, right. I mean, Atlanta was great today, but I, I would say there's a chance that Detroit's offense is better than the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, I, I think energy in the building too, but I, I, I got to go back, and we talked to Pam about this earlier, about coaches and, and emotions and how much do you factor in coaches' decisions because uh, I was wondering when this was going to rear his ugly head, and you got a lot of former players on that staff. Mm-hmm. And it's like they get caught up in emotions. Right. We saw that. And uh, you got to manage the game a little bit better, a lot better. Uh, certainly got to know how to win a game uh, if you're Coach Campbell. But uh, does this seem like a shootout, uh, possibly a high-scoring affair? Possibly. Uh, but I agree with you. I mean, I think the Lions have the better roster, and uh, they've been playing consistent football. And they're a covering machine on top of that, too. That's right. That's right. Derek Stevens called it the backdoor covering Detroit Lions. They did it again. <laughs> 3-0 and against the spread to yeah. start the season are the Detroit Lions, and, of course, 1-2 and straight up. Right. Uh, how about the Kansas City Chiefs going to visit the Indianapolis Colts? And this one was a real professional better versus recreational mm. better split as we saw the public all over the Kansas City Chiefs. They were one of the picks, uh, one of the most popular picks in Circus Survivor, and the sharp money was all over the Indianapolis Colts here as we saw this number come down from, it was even seven points, I believe, early in the week uh, in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. It closed four and a half, even five. Uh, Take your pick there with a total of 51. But Kansas City muffed a punt early in this game, and the Colts turned it into seven points. Mahomes then found Travis Kelsey to tie it up with just seconds left in the first quarter. But Harrison Butker, maybe one of the most important players in this ballgame, he was the Chiefs kicker out with injury, and Matt Amendola missed the extra point. So it was 7-6 to six in favor of the Colts. Indy added a 43-yard field goal, and it was 10-6 to six in favor of the Colts late in the second quarter. Then you had a strip fumble by the Kansas City defense getting to Matt Ryan. The Chiefs took over in the red zone, trailing by four. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rushed for a touchdown. Travis Kelsey added a two-point conversion. Pitch and catch from Mahomes. Controversial call. Looked like Kelsey might have been short. But it was 14-10 Chiefs at the end of the first half. And as a better, you know, getting five, six, you know, seven points, whatever it is, you felt, uh uh-oh, Kansas City's up by four. You know, this could be trouble here. Yeah, I mean, I I see how I better could feel that way. Um, But the Colts, again, 
um, the, the building, the emotion, the feeling, the energy at home kind of leads the way to uh, and, and I think from a defensive standpoint, that allowed them to make some plays right there. I think the, uh, the Chiefs missed plays, too, missed opportunities. Uh, uh, Brady, a, a lot to go over uh, when we look at this game and uh, where, they, where these teams are. Like, I, I knew the Colts were playing poorly, but I didn't know how poorly until I saw them at home. I've seen them at home now, uh, and there's some slight improvement, but they certainly got a long way to go, though. All right, uh, Jimmy G scrambles for a first down there with just uh, under two minutes left to go in the first half to keep the San Francisco drive alive. They're deep in their own territory and leading the Denver Broncos 7-3, to three, trying to put another score on the board before we go to halftime. The live line's currently on hold as we have a penalty on San Francisco. We'll get you updated on the other side. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Sports Betting Network. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go-to sports book for all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. Just over a minute left in the first half in Denver, and the Denver Broncos keep uh, shooting themselves in the foot here on this drive. San Francisco was forced to punt and give Denver the ball back with one timeout, but some penalties on this drive, Mike, have Denver backing up and now in a third and 23 situation, and we were talking about it off air. Jerry Rosberg, the gentleman that they brought in to be kind of a game coordinator, time management to assist Nathaniel Hackett, he's getting a lot of air time tonight. And you were noticing it doesn't even look like Hackett is calling the plays. Yeah, I mean, they're in a two-minute situation, too. So, a lot of times, the quarterback is going to call the plays on the field, uh, okay. as we know. And um, But from a coordination standpoint, yeah, it's not like uh, Hackett is in charge of everything. It's like he's forced to delegate, uh, kind of something that we talked about. Now, you have Clint Kubiak as a quarterback's coach. He was a coordinator with the Vikings. Uh, and then Hackett has worked with uh, his offensive coordinator before. So, I, I think it's one of those situations where they're experimenting. Only three points uh, in the first half at home for the Denver Broncos. Obviously, it's a work in progress going on with that football team. Well, they are now facing fourth and 11 with just over a minute left in the first half. The San Francisco 49ers currently leading 7-3. to three. Mm. Your in-game total has ticked all the way down to 33-and-a-half, and Denver now in punting formation from midfield. San Francisco a three-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. And uh, a pro tip here that we did on this program uh, a while back, Mike, was often take a look at the under the total on Sunday night football mm-hmm. because oftentimes the market will get flooded with over money, people chasing that last football game of the night and typically the majority will want to see the game go over the total, and they're put the, they will put their money in that direction. And a lot of times you get an inflated line. Well, uh, I did see the line kind of jump back and forth between 44.5 and, and 45 tonight, but certainly this one on an under pace. For a pro tip that we want to do 
uh, in this segment here. And again, you get these at VEASAN every hour on every show. So 20-some pro tips for you each and every day. And VEASAN Pro subscribers can find those at VEASAN.com slash pro tips. The one I want to do this one, uh, this time, we were talking about the Chiefs and the Indianapolis Colts. And I had a bet on the Colts today plus six points. Uh, you could have gotten five or five and a half uh, before kickoff. Uh, it didn't matter. The Colts won outright. And I was, I, I didn't think the Colts could necessarily win this game. Uh, it didn't surprise me that they did. Um, but it's hard to look past Kansas City and think that they were going to lose outright here, as right. good as they have been. Same thing with the Buffalo Bills. But I think as a pro tip, what we want to talk about here is if you're betting an underdog, maybe put 75 or 80 percent on the point spread with the points, but maybe set aside 15, 20, 25 percent to bet that underdog on the money line. Mm -hmm. And it would have worked for you today in every case except for the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions were the only underdog to cover that didn't win the game outright. And if you just look over the course of time, basically, in the NFL, the team that wins the game covers the spread about 85% of the time, meaning when underdogs cover the number, they win outright, and when favorites win the game, they cover. So it makes sense to sprinkle a little bit on the money line if you're betting an underdog. Right, I, and I hope everybody out there is doing what I'm doing right now and writing this down <laughs> for a pro tip. That's one of the best pro tips I've heard uh, of, certainly, when you think about that. And uh, when you have those numbers to back it up to, uh, Brady, I'm looking at home dogs win four straight up, uh, at least last count, right? Miami, uh, Colts, Carolina, Titans. Well, a ton of dogs. You know, the, sure. the, the Falcons, the Packers. I, like I say, I believe the Detroit Lions were the only underdog okay. to cover and not win the ball game. Right, and we already had home dogs at 64% um, in terms of the situation against the spread. So uh, when you back it up with numbers like that, uh, not only are they covering as the dog and certainly getting inside numbers, but they're winning the game outright. makes a ton of sense to break up any wager. Uh, 100%, don't just go 100% on the spread. Go ahead and divide that up a little bit, 75 80%. Makes a ton of sense to me uh, to put some of that action as well on the money line. Yeah, and, and I don't know what the money line was for the Colts today, but it might have been plus 250, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so, I mean, that's a, that's a nice cash mm -hmm. uh, when you've got a, a five- or a six-point spread like that. Certainly the Green Bay Packers, the Atlanta Falcons, you know, much smaller money line there with uh, just, you know, one or one-and-a-half point spreads. But uh, certainly something to think about. Real quick, yeah. what would it take – because since you're here and you're an expert, and I love this, <laughs> what would it take for you to lay a big number with a favorite, like a, like a like a six or I mean, I, you probably stay. Away I've from laid numbers. six before. Oh, have you? Certainly. Okay. okay. Um, Is there certain? I don't like laying double digits. Right. No. no yeah. You absolutely. know for sure. But um, under a touchdown, no problem. I mean, look at the Cincinnati Bengals today. Mm -hmm. You know uh, that was a pick that was on our contest card. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think there was a lot of reasons that that made sense, that the Jets, you know, hey, let's not react to that miracle victory that they had in right. Week 2. Uh, Cincinnati is desperation, you know, time here at 0-2, and, and I think we all know that they have a lot of talent on yeah. that team. Well, because the reason why I ask is as good as Buffalo has been laying, what, five, five and a half, and then as good as Kansas City has been laying six or five and a half or whatever the number was going to be, um, it's like – you're compelled to go the other way, or, or some sharps are compelled to go the other way. I'd much rather do it when they're at home. Right, at home. There you go. You know, I mean, th those are probably, uh, we can go pro tip again mm -hmm. here. You know, those are probably <laughs> a, couple, <laughs> a couple handicapping 101, you know, 
do's and don'ts. Don't lay double digits in the NFL and don't, you know, lay road favorites right. generally. Right. Now, there were certainly some road favorites that won today mm-hmm. uh, in the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. But uh, again, generally speaking, I think professional betters shy away from road favorites and double digit favorites. Right. And that's why you see so much public action uh, on teams like that, though. Because it's so right. easy to be enamored with, hey, mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills, you know, <laughs> right. the Kansas City Chiefs, and, and especially the situation for the Indianapolis Colts last week. They got shut out. Mm-hmm. And h- how can you put your hard-earned money behind that team? Right. Right? Right. Well, the fact of the matter is, and, and you know, I, I was actually on an interview earlier this morning with a gentleman in Kansas City, and I was explaining that, you know, teams that get shut out, they cover the number in the follow-up game. I, I think the number was like 13-2-1 or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and, and he called it the um, – God, what did he – I think he called it the wounded dog. And, and, and okay. it's you, – you know that mentality. Right. I right. mean, a, as a former player, mm-hmm. it's embarrassing to be shut out. And, and professionals yeah. don't like to be embarrassed. And so for a lot of reasons, you know, it was a little bit surprising for me to see Indi- uh, Indianapolis win the game outright. But not surprising for me to see them cover. Yeah, I mean, it's the, also the attraction, too, for me with home dogs uh, and situations that way because I just know the energy and everything's different for a team at home. Uh, a team's not supposed to win. Uh, are they going to get an upset uh, on the road? I mean, a lot of things have to happen for that right. uh, to occur, like the Jets against the Browns, right? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. But, but for a team, whether they're a short dog or not, I mean, for a team like that, an opportunity to win or cover at home – is more probable, right? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's fascinating to think about it, but uh, a lot of times uh, people will look at the team and say, oh, Buffalo Bills is really good. Uh, and I get caught up in that too sometimes. Like, how how is that other team going to be able to do that uh, against that team, right? But it's not about that a lot of times or a majority of the times. So certainly uh, when you're looking for those betting angles uh, against the spread here, uh, that pro tip is extraordinary, and I've written <laughs> it down and I've, I've underlined it, in fact. Well, you know, another <laughs> thing uh, is, um, gosh, now I lost my train of thought here. You're talking about home underdogs, mm-hmm. and uh, gosh, now now I can't remember. I, I was going to do another pro tip for you here, okay. but uh, I, I'm out of them for this <laughs> so hour, We have apparently. a buffet of pro tips going on. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have to uh, <laughs> jog my memory here. I'm, I'm thinking about three different things here and uh, lost that one, but the Niners uh, – do go to halftime uh, in Denver with a seven to three lead. They forced another punt out of the Denver Broncos, but uh, they were able to get the ball back and complete a couple of passes, but eventually ran out of time there. They let the clock wind down uh, to tr- to double zeros there and go with a four point lead into the locker room, seven to three in favor of the Niners. Your in-game total drops all the way to 31 and a half, almost two touchdowns under where this game closed prior to kickoff. And the San Francisco 49ers, three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market, minus 200 on the money line to win this game. Mike, what are your first impressions about that first half? Uh, Certainly not a lot of offense from either team. Right. Field position, too, kind of hurt San Francisco. Couldn't really do a lot of things that they want to do with the playbook. But you can see how the playbook's completely different uh, with Jimmy G in there. So we'll see what materializes in the second half there. And then, you know, just looking at Denver, Completely out of sync. I mean, I don't know where the communication is coming from. I don't know where the play calling uh, is coming from either. Denver at home has not gotten into the red zone. That is incredible to think about. With that Russell is Wilson. really incredible. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, they're showing the, the newly hired Jerry Rosberg. Then they're showing Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like the, the leadership is confusing yeah. uh, from an outsider looking in anyway. We'll come back and 
go over more of week three in the NFL when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.